It's my podcast. Change, change, change. Of course we're talking about change. Of course. Why not? So, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth, too. Here's my podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Monday at 7 o'clock. Uh, PM. My name is Andre. I'm both host and founder of this wonderful podcast. Um, by the way, I should just let you guys know, uh, because I have been sharing with you all weekly, um, we've reached now to the UK. Uh, there's a few places in the UK that have been listening consistently over the last several weeks. We want to say thank you for uh, tuning in and consistently supporting. Just want to say thank you. I'm excited this evening. Um, I'm always excited, so maybe I should just say that. I'm always excited, but I'm a little bit more excited. Uh, this evening, uh, we've got a special guest by the name of Donald McLeod. I always forget what the F stands for uh, in his middle name. I'm sure he'll tell me in a second. Um, but he's also known to many as Justice McLeod, as he is a judge uh, here in Toronto in the uh, Peel District. I hope I got that right as well. I'm so happy to uh, have him. We've got over 30 plus years worth of friendship. Um, I got to bully him for a few years in some work capacity that I was in, um, but we're not going down that road today. So, Donald, hey, what's going on, man? Welcome. Well, look, thank you for having me. The first thing I'll say is congratulations as well to you. Um, you know, it was nice hearing the places that are beginning to hear your voice or that are continuing to hear your voice. I think it's important. I think that the concepts that you come up with, the way that you interview people, as you say, it's been 30 years. Yeah. Uh, and it's been it's been good. It's been wonderful. And it's been nice to see, I'm sure, each other's evolution. And I'm yeah. glad to be able to be on this show. I think it's nice. I think it's um, it's timely. Yeah. So I'm I'm ready to get going when you are. Yeah. So thanks, uh, thanks for joining us. And I know that uh, this is going to be a great conversation. We we've had many great converse, conversations yeah. throughout the year, and I, I know that this one's going to be great too. So today we want to talk about this thing, um, idea to implementation. Let me just say that one more time for our listeners. Uh, we're talking about moving from idea uh, to implement implementation. So of course, um, BSTL stands for building something that lasts. And I think that as leaders, um, Donald, uh, many of us at times struggle because we've got this kind of um, idea, um, but we don't know how to put the nuts and bolts together, which ultimately move us towards implementation. So I'm hoping today, because uh, I know that you've got a vast amount of uh, experience in a lot of different areas, I'm hoping that you'll be able to walk us through some of what that looks like maybe in your world or um, maybe at least in the world that you've been in prior to where you are right now. So please go ahead and get us started. Well, look, I think uh, the, the reality is that we all have such great ideas. Mm -hmm. Those ideas are generally ideas that come as a result of our experiences, our work history, um, endeavors that we've been able to come across in our own experiences as well, just in sort of private life or professional life. And then all of a sudden we have this idea. It's generally uh, this profound idea that comes at night or early in the morning or you're in the shower and all of a sudden you're like, you have that aha moment. Yeah, yeah. And, and I find that when we have that aha moment, it comes... But it, sometimes it comes at a at a great expense, whether it be in terms of time, mm -hmm. uh, reputation, or just an experience in and of itself. But then that aha moment many times is 
is left there as just an aha, yeah. and it never becomes a reality. Yeah. And so, you know, even as we're talking in, in, in sort of this leadership capacity, it is the idea from the time that you have it, to have it executed within those steps, it is such a, it is, it's so important to be able to do the right steps in order to get to that that I think most ideas actually die on the table. They yeah. die with a dream. Yeah. They don't go any any further than the person's mind. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and, and you know, it's interesting you say that because um, you're right. Some dreams, they do die on the table. Um, but part of that is, I think, because when you have an idea that you're not completely sold out on yourself, then it becomes very easy for somebody to come in and basically talk you off the roof for this thing yeah. that has you up all night. Please go ahead. So when you say that, I think that's where the problem comes. I think for those individuals that have that aha moment, you have to understand that when you ask someone's advice about an issue that you have or a, a concept that you're looking into, yeah. be prepared to to have a response that you either didn't intend yeah. or people just responding just to respond. So you have to, you, you have to have, make sure that the person that you're asking about their input is valued Yes, because it's like asking someone, what color should you paint the walls? Yeah. Everybody, everybody will tell you this is a different shade. Yeah. And so many times for those of us that have those ideas, you know, oh, don't start a podcast. It's going to take too long. Look okay. how long it takes to do this. Or don't start this or don't start that. All of us have been through that. Yeah. So there is there is an element of stubbornness that you have to have. Yes. Not, not stubborn to change mm-hmm. or to augment or to pivot. Yes. But stubborn that you should keep going. Yes. I think that what happens is when we, when we lose our fortitude, it's because everyone starts to come down and say all of the can'ts. Right. Why you can't get this done, why you can't get that done. Yeah. And so then what happens, as you say, it dies on the table. You so know, I think that we have to be stubborn. And you know, it's interesting as I hear you say that, um, because I remember many uh, years ago, uh, you and I, we were in a space, uh, I was so grateful. Mm-hmm. And it, it actually helped to kickstart me in this direction. Like, I often reflect about how did I get to where I am now? I think about pivotal moments. So here's one of those pivotal moments. Um, you are meeting with um, a bunch of your colleagues uh, to talk about, you know, the organization that you have, uh, 100 Strong. And um, at that point, you all are trying to uh, discover and figure out what is our vision, what is our mission, core values, et cetera. I don't know if you remember that meeting. Yes, of course I remember. Yes, and, I remember. Um, I'd never been in a meeting like that before. Like it was one of the best meetings, but you know what? In that room, I realized you can't afford to be sensitive. And the reason no. why I say this is that even though you're a judge and in the world that you dwell in, it's a very influential seat that you sit in. Everyone in that room is sitting in the parallel seating. Uh, so yes, even though they may not be judges, but they are all definitely professional and uh, and cutting edge leaders uh, for what it is that they do. So when mm-hmm. I when I realized that, look, everybody agrees a hundred strong is something that needs to happen and it needs to be executed and executed well, because that is at the forefront of all of the minds that are in the room, even though you don't all agree on how we're going to get to this place of excellence, we all agree that no matter what happens, a hundred strong needs to be the thing that becomes the reality that we would like it to be. 
Mm-hmm. And so if I pick up on that, that sensitivity part is a very hard hurdle to overcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, you, 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 you brought this idea from, from inception mm-hmm. and, and now you're, you're, you've started the execution and then you've, you've gained people along the way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now those people that you, that you sort of in, enlisted or entrusted with this idea are now telling you this idea, I like it, but you need to do this right? and, and you need to do that. Yeah. So, and so that, that, that humility of purpose yeah. is a very hard lesson to learn. I know it's, it's, it's always going to be hard for me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be sensitive because it was, you know, I, this was like the brainchild that I had, whatever brainchild mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. But I think that, I think that there is, there's wisdom mm-hmm. in hearing another person's point of view. And I remember that meeting. I remember you being there. Yeah. And even though you didn't say much, uh, because I know you value your opinion. I may have, I'm sure I asked you after, what did you think? And, we've even had our own discussions around concepts and administrative yeah. things. And, and so I think, you know, the one thing that, that I also learned, especially in the time that we were uh, working together is that sometimes, you know, change is difficult for the person that is being asked to change, even though they didn't come up with the concept. Right. right? So, yeah. so, so then, so then you have this sensitivity and, and it, it allows your perception to then change and be even better because now you can perceive the, the position from the person that's to the left of you mm-hmm. and to the person that's to the right of you. Yeah. Many times we might align ourselves with the person that's on the right of us because that's, that's the place that we prefer. But I think this sensitivity, mm-hmm. as so, you know, so if I'm to add on to the stubborn and then go to the next point, yeah. it would be that you have to really have a thick skin yes. about you. Yeah. And, and that, and, and the thick skin can either be thick skin or it can just be a level of humility. Yeah. Like just to say, you know what, instead of, I, I, I I'm going to bring it back, send it back to you for a moment, but I'll say there was a quote that I, that I came across. I don't even remember where I actually read it, but it, it has informed me, um, on a go for basis. And maybe I, I read it maybe about two years ago and it, mm-hmm. and it became an aha moment for me. Mm-hmm. And I think I read it, I think it may have been my cousin Clyde that may have had it. And what it said was that um, when you are discussing some with some, something with someone, listen not to respond, mm-hmm. but to understand. Right. Yeah. So I, that, you know. No, yeah, go ahead. Go finish ahead. your comment, please. So, so, so many times when we are talking to somebody, as we've said what we've said, we're, and they're going to now respond, we're actually just um, honing in what our reply is going to be. Right. So I, I, I've taken down the point. I'm like, okay, I'm going to respond this. I'm going to respond that. I'm going to respond this way. Instead of saying, let me understand mm-hmm. yeah. where, what, what they're saying. Maybe there's more, maybe we're more in common than I think. And you know what's and interesting, then, um, Donald, and I remember, mm-hmm. it, and it's not that we're going get, to get stuck on that particular mm-hmm. meeting, but it was such a good mm-hmm. meeting. He, here's the reality. Um, in that setting, in that meeting, you weren't even talking as much as I'm accustomed to you talking. And so no, I should say this because right, yeah. people don't really know us or maybe people <laughs> know us, maybe they don't. But the reality yeah. is Donald and I, we both talk a lot because of the nature yeah. of the work that we do. We, we have to talk a lot. And so I was actually very um, taken back at yeah. how measured you were in that meeting. 
Uh, and, the, and the reality is part of what I really enjoyed about that strategic planning meeting was that there were some people whose expertise needed to come out in that moment, in that space. And I yeah. think that the challenge is, is that when you have an idea, right, a hundred strong or any other idea, the reality is you can see where you want to go, but then you've got to position people around you that have the capacity to help bring you there. Right. Yeah, so so you right. might have a great idea, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have all of the skill sets uh, to move everything towards implementation and ultimately execution. So yeah, and, and, and yeah, go ahead, please. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to finish. So ultimately, then, Donald, part of why I really enjoyed that that space on that day is that there were some educators that were in there in that space mm-hmm. talking about this 100 strong initiative from an educational perspective that we hadn't even talked about. Cause I mean, we would have yes, talked about hundred right. strong before that meeting mm-hmm. uh, many years right. prior to that. And, and when you hear those different angles come in, it almost sharpens your vision. And maybe that's, yes. that's part of the struggle for leadership, right? Because when you have an idea, it's almost like you have to be willing to die to the, the, the concept that it's going to be a hundred percent my way because it's my idea. And I like that yeah. about how I experienced that day with you and, and the rest of your team. And so I'll, and to, well, thank you for that. And I'll say that, you know, that's a lot of years of sort of refining, you know, what my, I'm, I'm sure the first time that I had that discussion, I was not as quiet. Okay. I probably was, I probably had more to say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I, I will say that, you know, everything that we continue to go, we continue to learn. So for instance, I, I realize that my weakness, I have, I have an administrative weakness. Okay. I may have, I may have a, I may be high in concept, right? but I, but I wouldn't say that I'm as high administratively. I've now learned that more along the years. Mm. So for instance, I know with you, you're very high administratively. Your, your IQ on administration is high. You're able to see things that uh, people won't necessarily see that are coming as a structure. Is it, does this work? Here are some gaps. You didn't recognize this. You, you, you could have seen this better. Maybe if you fortify this more, this will work better. Appreciate that. So then no, no. And, and it's, it's uh, it's obvious to me, and I think it's always important to let people know when, when you see their giftings, right? And that's a gifting that I see that you have. I'm, I mean, a, a, you have a plethora of them. It's just one of them. But then now I, re, I recognize even in, in those meetings, oh, geez, this is how you, you have to adman, administratively manage this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so then we, we, we take from other things, in which I think that's another thing as we're talking about the concept of concept to execution is that mm-hmm. you, you, your mind is never going to be uh, so all inclusive that everything that you need dwells within your own body right. or space. Yeah. And so then there are times that even for me, I, I can, I can draw on the administrative things that I've seen you do. And I can say to myself, well, you know, look, the, the, where I would say, let's, let's get this out of the gate in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I can now remember, no, this is going to take, months you've got to be able to be patient with the process in order to get to here right yeah. and so i think we we have to as those that have have a concept have to understand that it all cannot dwell within our own mindset yeah. and we have to be willing to let other people that are around us literally literally take the concept from the iteration of the nadir as you had yeah. it yeah. and then, and then expand upon it so if if we are if we are willing to do that 
it can only make whatever we're doing better. Yes. And, and so the other thing that I would add on to now we've gone from, um, you know, from the idea mm-hmm. you've gone from now being sensitive to the person is that you have to be able to trust. Mm-hmm. If you're asking for input, you must be able to have people there that you trust their input. Yeah. doesn't mean that you're going to agree with them a hundred percent, but what you, tr- what I think that you trust with them is the integrity of the process yes. that you can, they can say something and you can literally take it under advisement mm-hmm. Uh, and not take it personally. And so that there becomes a very, um, because now you're saying to yourself, you know what? Okay, Andre, what do you think? Yeah. And because now you already have a trusting of that person's Mm -hmm. intellect or aptitude. So they don't think that, I don't think that the intellect means that they have to have the letters after their name. So I think if they they have a natural aptitude or bent towards something, then when you now ask them the question, once, once you can have that with them, then now that's where the, the process begins. Now you start asking the questions to make that concept even stronger than initially what it first was. So I think, no, yeah, finish, go, ahead. go ahead. No. So I think we have to be trusting, like we have to know who our audience is yes. that we are bringing the concept to. So there are some people if, if, you know, I've, I mean, I'm sure I've said this before, but I, you know, there are those people that would say, I don't, I don't take fashion advice from people who don't dress well. So, you know, if you, yeah. if you're wearing like a, a fuchsia top and a polka dot tie yes. and you're telling me that, you know, I don't really like how you put that jacket and shoe combination. Yeah. I mean, I may not be all, I may not be in love with what you got to yeah. tell me. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, but so then I think when we are now sitting here at this, at a table of, uh, where we want to execute something, when we start to say, like, even in that room, there were educators there that yeah. we literally had to say to ourselves, you know what, even though I disagree with you, Mr. Educator or Mrs. Yeah. Educator, yeah. I understand that I do not know this as well as you, and so right. I would step back. And then I think we have to be able to then now work 100% mm-hmm. knowing that we didn't we didn't 100% agree with what they said. Right. And maybe I'll add this to the um Yes. The conversation also, Donald, just this idea of how soon and how early it is important to bringing some of these key people into the space. You know, one yes. of the things that I've discovered is that if you start this thing like a cowboy and you get really far down the road, it is going to be difficult for anybody to come in and be able to share and say something that is going to allow for you to create some of that other change, the alternative uh, to the idea that you had in mind. And so, right. you know, one of the things, again, uh, and maybe I am going to continue to beat the, the, that dead horse because it was a great meeting, is that mm-hmm. because this meeting of strategic planning is happening so early in the game, I don't think anybody in that room is cemented on the way forward. And maybe that's part no. of what I would like to say to those that are listening that are leading. Yeah, you have to have an idea and a concept but I think it's important that you bring people on early in the game to ensure that you're you're not so locked into the way forward that you won't adjust when somebody comes in with a, a better pivot than your idea. Yes, yes, that's right. If you if you are so entrenched, then then it, it leaves no room for the opportunity to grow. Right. So you, you so as they say, you can't come to the meeting fully baked. Right. Right. If if your idea is so fully baked that you just have no room 
then you know what? Then you should just do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. 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 But you see that that's why, that's why organizations have boards of advisors. They, right. they, they may not just have a board. They actually have an advisory board as well. Mm-hmm. And that advisory board is simply there to, you know, to crystal ball gaze, to give you a forecasting, yeah. to move you forward from where you are now. Yeah. But I think, I think when we look at our abilities, especially, and, and so there may be those creatives that are very good at being creative. Yeah. But, you know, if, if you look at it at, at, as building a house, yes. you may be the architect, but yeah. you don't know how to do the electrical. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So then, so in order to finish that house, that foundation, you need a plethora of individuals to yes. get that house up and going. Yes. Yeah. And so I think, I think about our creatives the same way. And, and I like the, the idea when you come back to that meeting, you know, it's, in that meeting, I think we we sat there and I and I realized that you know I, I not only am I happy that these guys are here, yeah. but I'm I'm glad with the fact that they are saying things that I never thought about. Right, I never thought about these things. And and you and know, I, it, 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 sorry for interrupting, but you just no, kind no, of setting off there. But you know, the reality is, Donald, this is the thing I think that really and I hope nobody minds, but really hangs some leaders early. Um, Because if you go into the room and you desire to always be the smartest person in the room, the most informed um, person in the room, I I heard it somewhere, so it's not even my quote, then you're in the wrong space. That's right, I agree. Ultimately, people have been thinking about the same thing for 30, 40 years. They, they may not have mm-hmm. been thinking it about thinking about it in the context of your organization, but the idea and the concept, they've been mulling it over. They like they're up at night um, thinking about this thing, but they haven't found the platform to land it in. So when you yeah. as a leader now bring these people on, you also have to assume, and maybe this is the faith part of our conversation for today, that if it is true that there is a God, and I do believe that there is a God, and I know that you do, yeah. that is yeah, working everything um, together for our good, then we also have to assume that he's also bringing pieces of people um, together that are going to help to complement so this idea yes. that, well, you know what, I can do it all by myself. Sure, you can do a lot of things on your own, but you're not going to be able to do something that's going to start as an idea in your bedroom that's going to become something that is global on your own. I, I don't think that anybody's smart enough to do that. No, no. And I think, and, and they're not, and we are not. Yeah. And I, I mean, look, even, even when you look at someone who, you know, I was watching something today and they were talking about Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you think about his, the amount of infrastructure that's behind him mm-hmm. for everything. Yeah. So it's, we can easily go to speechwriter, but aside from speechwriter, you're going to have to have researcher. Aside from research, you're going to have to have a global researcher, foreign, domestic, international. You're going to have to know, you know, about this crisis here and that crisis here. The, the mind is, is to, is, the, the issues that are, are dealing with, he's dealing with on a daily basis, although, you know, multiple times more than what we may be dealing with as mm-hmm. we're dealing with concepts, mm-hmm. it's a good example, right? That you, you build that, that team strong enough mm-hmm. and you trust the teams implicitly enough that when they give you an idea or a concept or they build on what you're saying, you can work with it. And mm-hmm. so I do think that when we're looking at the team concept, mm-hmm. it, it has to be, and, but it has to be people that are also not prepared 
to just say yes. Wow. Yeah. Talk and so that. that's where, yeah. And so that's where I think the team mentality becomes, uh, is, is what will, will give you success or make you a failure. If you have so many people in the room that everything that you say, they say yes to, mm-hmm. you're in trouble. Then you will, yeah, you will not go further. So to build on what you said, yeah, if you are the smartest in the room, then you need to go to another room. Yeah. Because, because, or because it, what it does show is it, is it shows your, um, your, your, you, if you build a room, room where you are the smartest in it, then it actually highlights your inadequacies. Sure. Because, because what you're saying is that, you know what, I want to be the best in here. And so I, I purposely pick people that I feel or believe will not be as, um, as challenging of my ideas. Mm. So then you, you will fail. And we have seen some governments, uh, none, none that need to be said, but some that are very obvious where, where people literally were afraid to say no. Mm -hmm. And so those governments fall and sometimes they fall very hard or they, they take very strong reputational risks as a result. But I think if we are going to be very good executioners of our concepts, we have to be prepared to have people in the room that are like 10 X better than we are. Right. And as, yeah. as well as on top of that, not just smarter and, and, and more ideas and more creative, but also you've got to have some dreamers. Like when I'm listening to you and I don't know if this is what you meant to say, but this is what I'm also hearing you talking about when you, you say team team is mm-hmm. not just the people that bring the thing together. Team is all kinds of personality types, you know, like you're yes. thinking sanguine and phlegmatic. You're thinking young, you're thinking old, you're thinking educated, formally um, experienced, un. Uh, informally right all of those different pieces come together you know and it's funny because we've we've sat on different boards right and when mm-hmm. i look around mm-hmm. the room it's almost like there is a science to boards that most people are using but i don't know that i agree with it you know mm-hmm. just this idea that you need to have a specific type of people in the space in order for the idea to be implemented well i completely disagree with it uh, and it's funny, yeah, I was, so I, I was going to just interjecting just for a moment to, I want to hear your response, but then also add to it, what do you think is the, is the right alchemy? What do you think would be the diversity that would be necessary in a room? And how do you find that? Wow. So I'll say this to you, Donald. Uh, I didn't know yeah. you were going to push back with a question, so I'm going to try and answer it. Uh, here's one of the things that I've discovered. I, I, mm-hmm. I really do believe that when you have an idea those that will help you to implement are somewhere near to you. So it's not even so much that you've got to go hunting for them. It's that once you put your idea out there, it's almost like people will begin to come, right? So let's just say, and and maybe both of you have this kind of weakness, if I can say so, or I can edit Mm -hmm. it out. (laughs) But (laughs) neither of us are, we're not trying to take notes, right? That's not our thing. No, no, correct. So the reality is you've got to find somebody who is passionate about note-taking. Like it may be the smaller thing in the room for some people, but not to me. Because when I need to go back uh, through the meeting notes and see what was said, who said what, that person becomes 
becomes even more pivotal and crucial. So they may have nothing to do with the overall vision, right? So the vision of whatever it is, they may not necessarily be positioned to do things around that area, but certainly the information, the ability to go back and forth and see what's said over a six to eight week period. The bottom line is I just do, I, I really do believe that those that you need to come, they will show up. Yes, because your idea, right. yeah, your idea is somewhere there. Uh, the people, that, I, yeah, go ahead, please. And I, and I guess too, if the, if we are looking at those that are nearest to us, it's because they may also experientially be seeing or feeling the same things that we are. Right. So when they when they are when they're all in the same catchment, right? It may be it may be easier for us to explain to each other what the issue is, right? right? Yeah. But that. But then, and then, but at some point, we have to take into account now the person that's not in the that's not in the catchment, right? Yeah. And now we're now we are saying to ourselves, how do we how do we deal with the fact that that person is now saying something that we may not be able to appreciate, and that's when we have to really be discerning, right, about yeah. the information that comes our way. But I do I do think that those people that are close to you in yeah. proximity yeah. might also be very close to you experientially as right. well. Right. Yeah. Well, here's what I want to say, Donald, because <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the time has moved faster than I thought it would. I want yeah. to give you an opportunity, if you'd like to, to give us maybe two or three takeaways, in your opinion, from this uh, conversation that we've had from moving from idea to implementation. I want to give you some uh, time to do that before we uh, shut our show down for today. Okay. Well, look, I, I, I'll just go on some of the things that we talked about. One is, is to be stubborn with your attitude, mm-hmm. uh, not attitude with your idea. So if, if you believe it to be a good one, then stick with it. Uh, but also be prepared to be sensitive or to be as less sensitive about it. Don't hold it so close to your chest right. that you, sm- that you smother it. Mm-hmm. Give, give it a chance to breathe, mm-hmm. give it a chance, but, but don't take it personally when someone doesn't agree, right? You, right. which is which is actually hard, easier said than done, right? Yeah, but yeah. I think that, I think that that sensitivity piece becomes very crucial mm-hmm. if you're going to be able to move it forward. Yeah. And then I think I the third would be the, the last one that we didn't get to actually develop as much, but I think this idea of those persons that are proximate to us mm-hmm. having the same experience, right? But I do think that we we would have been leading towards the idea that. If we can feel it locally, then okay. perhaps there is something that can also be felt globally as well. Yeah. Because if, if we are still actually people are people, yes. then then what I'm feeling here, someone else might be feeling somewhere somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It may be a, it may be a different catalyst mm-hmm. that gets that has them feeling the same thing, right. but they may be experiencing the same outcome. Right. So so poverty might be the, the same catalyst that I have that someone has in some international co- mm-hmm. uh, conversation. So our catalyst is poverty, mm-hmm. but the outcome the outcome might be very different in that we may be living in two different places as a result of our poverty. One might be living in a shack, yeah. while another one is is living in an apartment. Right. But but it doesn't mean that we can't address the idea of the internal indiscretions that come as a result of our poverty and how do we fix that so that our end result consequence is better for us. Yeah. And here's here's the reality, uh, Donald, because we did run out of time today. 
Um, <laughs> yes. I, I know that you're busy and look, this took us a few months to coordinate this kind of way. Um, maybe we'll yes. come back and finish off the conversation. Uh, Cause I, I think we only, we only touched the tip of this iceberg, but I think that there's yeah, a yeah, lot more that we could have done. Look, I want to yeah, thank no, you agree. for coming on um, and just spending some time. Um, may the Lord continue to bless you in the work that you do in the area of justice. And for those of you that have been tuning in, uh, we want to thank you for joining us today. We're still talking about leadership and building something that lasts. And the reality is, idea to implementation, it's still going to take a conversation. And so if you are a leader that is not talking, and when I say talking, I mean both you sharing as well as receiving information, it's going to be very difficult for you to get all the way to where your brain is processing to going. And how do you do that? Well, you got to start off with having conversations. And that's what <laughs> yeah, we're doing. Yeah. That's exactly what we're doing here this evening. So again, if you want to have a, a broader conversation with me about this, bstlinc21 at gmail.com. Uh, Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this. Uh, we've got it up on Instagram, Facebook, as well as LinkedIn. We want to make sure that we're helping leaders to grow and thrive. And by the way, we are growing and thriving at the same time while we are learning and listening. Take care until next time. And again, thanks, Donald, for joining us today. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it.